Blog Talk Radio. Forbidden archaeology, forgotten history, divination, magic, cryptozoology, UFOs, nature, science, and spirit. All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Insight with your host, Mr. Darren Bucher. Tonight, our subject is sex magic, and Darren will be having a guest, Miss Megan McCarthy. Now, many people over history have discussed sex magic in the, in the modern times. Some people think of uh, Alistair Crowley or uh, Kenneth Grant, or or they think of maybe a high priest and high priestess in a tradition doing the act of uniting the element of male and female. Of course, this can also be done in you know a homosexual high priest and high priestess of whatever sex, and as well as people like Austin Osman uh, Spare who believe that. A lot of it could could also be achieved through self-gratification, through sigil magic, and through other things. So tonight we'll be discussing sex magic with High Priestess Megan McCarthy and your host, who's a reader at Marie Lovo's House of Voodoo in the magical city of New Orleans, Mr. Darren Bucare. We will be back in just a moment. Forbidden archaeology, forgotten history, divination, magic, cryptozoology, UFOs, nature, science, and spirit. All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network. Michael, and I'm the founder, co-creator of the Main Street Universe Radio Network, of which has become a vast, expansive thing of about, I guess, about 10 or 11 or 12 new hosts. <laughs> We're on just about every night, not always every night, here on Blog Talk Radio, and I thank Blog Talk Radio for the opportunity 
to have had this experience and blessing in my life. We start off with, on Sundays, Mr. Darren Bucare with the show Spiritual Insight. He's a reader at Marie Laveau's House of Voodoo in the Magical City of New Orleans, Louisiana. He does palmistry, tarot, as well as spiritual professional work, house blessings and cleansings and other things. And we're on 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, his schedule might change sometime soon, but right now that's what it is. So keep tuning in every Sunday, and we'll keep you updated as to any changes. And he's been on different places before doing readings for celebrities that stopped in the store. One was Ashley Green from the Twilight series. In a documentary she did, uh, I think, about herself. And so anyway, then Mondays we have Science of Light with Mr. Randy Goldberg, and Randy is a Vedic astrologer. He does Vedic astrology as well as Western astrology. And he was once voted one of the top five metaphysical shows on Block Talk Radio in the little e-sign that us hosts get. So check him out 10 p.m. Eastern Time. And then 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Tuesday evenings we have Susan Weed, S-U-S-U-N, putting the sun back in Susan. And she is the great master herbalist. She's the Susan Weed, and she talks about her tinctures and infusions and teas and vinegars and all of that great stuff. All of them, most of the time, local plants you can get in your area if you live in North America. She's out of the Catskills in New York. So check it out. It's a half-hour herbal medicine class from Susan Weed, and I've tried her stuff before, and it definitely works. So then at Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time is the flagship show, the one that started it all. Now with myself and associate producer, Miss Janice R. White, as the co-host, if you shall, or the other host. And that is Main Street Universe, the name of the entire network. And it started with myself and Kevin Baird. But it's myself and Janice R. White, and we talk about all different things, including issues of nature, art, music, metaphysical things. Occasionally we do a a reading show. So check that out. Then Thursdays we have rotating hosts, and our new hosts are Jim and Ashley Cash, Woven Green. And they talk, again, also about some musical and artistic things, as well as New Agey concepts, if you will, and I mean that in a nice way. And, in fact, right now they're doing a crystal bowl Session. They do the. They're really big into doing like you know filling the room up with like a gazillion crystal bowls and vibrating them, and everybody gets involved. And they then let it just and hum and hum and hum, and then they, it's it's really interesting. And then they're doing a little concert, at, and that's where my brother is tonight. So check them out as well as the return of Mary Phelan from Telepathic TV. So Mary has returned to the Main Street Universe Radio Network to do a once-a-month show on Saturdays. On Fridays, we have Jesse and Nichols George. And Jesse is an author of four books, Activating Compassion and his companion workbook, as well as You, Me, Light, Dreams, and its companion workbook. And she just recently visited here in Fairfax, Virginia, and it was a pleasure to see her. We had fun. We went to a poetry slam and... Uh, we had a few drinks and everything, and it was uh, very pleasant. She as well had dinner with Jim and Ashley Cash, who um, I just mentioned for the aforementioned show. So at one time, we're going to have a gigantic Main Street Universe banquet, <laughs> I think. But uh, And also returning, and probably on the Thursday or Saturday slot, will be Queen Mother Maku and a few others. But right now, that is who makes up the Main Street Universe radio network as well as the return at some point of Kevin Baird. He's not gone forever. He'll be back. He's working on an electronic device that talks to spirits called the Pathfinder. And it's something that he's been working on for a while. He's very passionate about, and he wanted some of that to be his new topic. And I see that Darren's cell phone has dropped out of the queue. But he will be returning soon. Um, What I'm going to do... This is only going to take a minute, so hang in there, folks. We'll be right back. We're going to do a very brief song break. And this one is from the same percussionist. Oh, I see. Well, Darren's back. Let me get him back on here. Welcome, Darren Bucare. 
Can you hear me, Darren? Darren, your microphone is on. And he dropped out. Okay, we're having a technical difficulty with Darren's phone. So what I'm going to do is play a brief song and try to work on this or see if he calls in from another phone, and we will be right back. This isn't going to be very long. I'm just taking a little break. This is from our friends, Jim and Ashley. It's Woven Green. Are you there, Darren? Yes. Okay, I hear you now. Can you hear me? I couldn't hear you before. Yes. All right. So, is all well now? Do you think you're in a stable spot? <laughs> Can you hear me? Darren. Hello, can you hear me? I can hear you now. Okay. All right. My phone keeps going to conference call. I think that's just happening. Mm. Maybe just like so, find a place uh, to put it in the same spot and be near it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah no, I'm I've tried tricks like that. Like, I'm on a landline while well, it's a wireless landline. No, my phone is, is just, it's a GS. It just keeps wanting to, if I even, like, tap it with my the side of my face, it wants to conference call someone else. Oh, so, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, so that's it. And I know you're um, you're a little bit hyper like me, so you're probably like walking around, fidgeting, tapping your fingers, something like that, and hitting a button. <laughs> well, I had to get my cards ready as well. Yeah. Um. So uh, we should be getting a call from her shortly. She's just a little under the weather, but she's gonna. A lot of people are under the weather right now. Yeah. Yeah. So. Including yeah, myself, I might actually be going to the dentist tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But well, that's well. I mean, if you have to go, you got to do it. You know, that's it. I woke up um, in the so, most excruciating pain that I can't even describe. <laughs> and I've had oh a lot of God. issues. Just, I'm not getting too deep oh. here. We're doing a show, but I mean, it was just, mm-hmm. it was all gone and fine. I, the antibiotics worked. Everything was beautiful, and then it just like kablamo, like three things attacking me at once, and I just was like. I can't move, I can't look up, I can't... <laughs> it was horrible. It's gotten better since then, but... Uh, anyway, let's... Uh, we do have two callers, so maybe we'll get to them. We have 443 and then 630. 443, welcome, you're on the air. Hi there, this is Anna. Hello? Darren, are you there? <laughs> Phone signal. <laughs> Seems to be a technical night. Darren Bouquer, are you there? Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. <laughs> okay, this is Anna. Not not me. Um, the the, the lady is Anna. Hi, <laughs> I'm calling Anna, from Virginia. Anna, how are you? From I'm Virginia? good. Um, yes, I'm uh, in Virginia, and mm-hmm. I have a question about career. I um trying to relocate from Washington, D.C. to Virginia. I interviewed with a company last Tuesday. Well, just get on the <laughs> metro and then get off. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I'm just, okay, so I, I live in Virginia, too, um, uh, Anna. Oh, okay. I'm in Fairfax, and actually. So I, okay, yeah. So I'm, well, I'm trying to relocate to Virginia Beach from D.C. I interviewed with a company oh, last Tuesday, and I was supposed to hear something back on Friday and did not, so... I'm just wondering what you see around the situation. If you see it coming through for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. One moment. Are you red or green? Um, green. Green. Okay. All right. We want to see if Anna's going to get a call from companies so she can move to Virginia Beach, and then she can go to the. Edgar Casey Library, which is located in Virginia Beach, which is a mile. Yes. Mm-hmm. My mom. 
Um, did they say they have a budget for your position? Well, he told me, because he asked me what I was looking to make, and he said he could get close to it. So I'm not sure yeah. if that's the concern. I no. would. This is what you need to do. You need to follow up with them and say, whatever you guys, I don't know. You don't want to really say whatever you want to pay me, but they're feeling like they're not going to be able to give you enough money. And they're intimidated by the fact that you're working in D.C. and you're used to D.C. money, and they're going to feel like you're not going to be satisfied with, with what they're going to pay you. Now, if it's a life change and you're willing to say, screw all this like high-profile D.C. BS, and I'm willing to kind of look downscale my life a little bit, and you communicate that with them, then I think you're going to get more traction, and then they'll fast-track you into a job. But otherwise, right now, you're feeling like you're used to D.C. money and you're not going to be happy. Well, David, I told the the hiring person, you know, when we talked, I told him I understand, like, the D.C. market's different and that I would be willing to, you know, take a pay cut. And he told me he would be able to get close. Um, Mm -hmm. We emailed each other um, last Wednesday, and he said he would touch Mm -hmm. base on Friday, which maybe he just got busy. I watched him in Virginia Beach. My sister used to live there. I think it's great. (laughs) I need you to understand that if you don't communicate to them that you're willing to change your life, and be a little bit more um, grassroots and a little bit more provincial and get ready to just, you know, learn what they have to teach you and not worry about money so much, then I think Mm -hmm. that might change their mind about the whole situation right now. It looks a little iffy, and they're they're still reviewing their budget, but they're leaning towards, well, we're not going to be able to afford her. That's what they're leaning towards. So maybe sooner though. I would now, you can, I'm not, Dropping a bomb on you because you can call them back and and you just got to communicate to them that that you're really willing, you're excited about the job, and mm-hmm. you're excited about the area, and you're really not so concerned about money. If you communicate those three things, I think that would grease the wheels towards you really getting a job. So my question right now, I get question. the five of pentacles inverted, or I get the five mm-hmm. of pentacles right side up, and then I get the ace of pentacles inverted. And that's not good if you're looking for a job and you get the ace of pentacles and break. That's the beginning of all kinds of new money for you. So that's the, hmm. that's the, that's exactly what we don't want to see. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I so, did like send a follow up email Friday when I was uh, supposed to hear from them. Send whatever you can. Be proactive. Yeah. If they think you're this okay. hoity-toity DC person that's going to come down there and give them grief and cause problems, which right now they're <laughs> a little nervous that you are, then uh-huh. you. Uh, if you you will twist their you'll they'll do one eighty if you if you do what I told you. I'm serious. Okay. They okay. don't want uh-huh. somebody who's gonna be like, What is going on here? Oh my god, okay. like <laughs> you know, like just they they can't they're not gonna be they'd rather just not have you than if if, if you're gonna come down and do that. So mm-hmm. the, the price the, the what you asked for was a little more than they were ready and then they then they you they, you got them spooked a little bit even though they were mm-hmm. pretty much all about it. So now now you need to play damage control. Okay. Uh, if they right, need, okay. that is how you feel. And you don't really mind the money so much and you just want to get down there. Yeah, I just want to get down here. and I think you um, want to so get down there, so you need to communicate mm-hmm. that to them. Okay. And I think it will turn out good. But you have so to do I mean, I sent the it email Friday. Scary. It does What? I sent their follow-up email Friday just letting them know I'm still interested. I mean, do you see that communication opening? Because it's like I don't want to obviously bother the guy, but, you know, I do want to. I don't think they're on, they're on no way now, but they're on we're not sure when. And, and if we're so – it's just okay. a real – you need to communicate that. Okay. 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 Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Okay. And then if we could take 773 – all right. Thank you. And uh, six three zero, we will get to you as soon as possible. Just to let you know. I got you. And and of course, as I'm laughing as Darren says some of these DC DC things because I live around this area of DC and it it is a a culture of it's very driven, you know. And there's no other way to say it. <laughs> it just is. It, it is. It is. It, it is, is a very it, driven it culture of not a lot of locals. You know, it's a people from. Right. All over the place, driven, you know, and it's a funny. Right. Anyway, and a lot of driving as well. Speaking of driving all over. And horrible driving. Uh, yes. And so, uh, seven seven three, welcome. Thank you. And hey, Megan, how are you? 
Good. How about you? Oh, well, very nice. Nice. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> thank you for joining us on the show today. Oh, absolutely. Okay, marvelous. Megan is, um, uh, she does some work for uh, Reverend Zombies and Maria Laveau's. Uh She is uh, the high priestess of the OSS, which is a kind of a, a order of the um, and a sensual serpents, which they're kind of a local group in New Orleans. So um, we were talking tonight about uh, the whole thought process of visualizing magic through, like, sexual exploits. Mm-hmm. So um, is that something that in the group you guys uh, do a lot of visualization or magical uh Working. Um, I mean, absolutely, because visualizing is, you know, um, you can't just do something. You've got to sit and think about it, and I think that puts you more in the mood and and makes everything better. Mm-hmm. Um, so, have you actually created any sort of really fantastic um, atmospheric changes, or have you felt like you really made? Um, your life a little bit more like resplendent with like positive energy due to like a sex, sexual intensity that you um, I think so because I, I yeah I, I definitely think that it's it's a little bit more positive because I mean you know I'm doing what I want to do and I'm free and I'm happy so it, it being happy equals positive and you know um, I think that that's helped out a lot it's all an expansive thing, I think. But, yeah, you start off with that visualization and then you work it into, um, you know, a, a sexual encounter and then it, then it translates into our daily life. You do just everything, you know, and then um, you can see it on somebody. I hate to say, well, you can see it on somebody's face when they had a really wonderful um, sexual in your interaction that morning or that evening. You, it really mm-hmm. translates into their day, don't you think, Daniel Michael? Oh yeah, sort of like um, glow, as they sometimes call it, right? As people just sort of walk in and go, oh, or they just have sort of that glow about them. I think is is one right. of the terms that can be used. Then you can't exactly explain the whole thing medically, but you just know they just look a little nicer and healthier and a little more in line and in tune and ready to go and maybe a little more chilled as well. <laughs> yeah, I think we can dig into that a little bit. Like that glow is something that. Uh, I think people see it, and then it's an ener- it's an energy thing. We're recognizing their energy. What do you think, Megan? Well, yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, there's the release, and and like uh, Michael was saying, you know, there's there's um, a healthy energy going going on, and um, I, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. So um, now, and I know that we have some other characters involved in in your in your order of the serpents and that sort of thing. So um, do you feel like you bring a sort of a, a, a serpentine sort of a vibe into um, sexual interactions? Or do you have, um, I mean, is there a, the wisdom of the snake or is it more of a, of a sneaky sensual thing or what? what is that? Um, well, I mean, um, I obviously started it and that's how I, I am what I am, but... Um, I mean, everybody else in the group is so great that they bring a lot to the table in general. And so, I mean, we've taught each other a whole lot of things, um, which is nice, you know, things that I didn't know they've told me and things that they didn't know I've told them. And um, so I think it's a group effort. So you learn from each other, but, of course, and we're not asking you to, like, disclose about, you know, the secret stuff that you guys get involved with and you know, um, but I do think that you're a colorful group in town, and I think that it's it's great for you to to thank you for joining us to even talk a little bit about. Now, are 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 you and and some of the other members involved with like um, are you in monogamous relationships? Are you in open relationships, or is it more of a you know you do have partners, but you also have like tantric uh, uh, things that you do with your partners that it that, that works with the magical aspect or 
Um, I, me, myself, I'm in a monogamous relationship. Um, there's other members that are in open relationships and mm-hmm. some that are single. And um, so, I mean, it, it's not a requirement to, to be with somebody or um, to to be in a relationship. You don't have to be one way or another. It's kind of just, you know, come as you are. And, uh I don't know about the the using a magical aspect on my partner. Um, I I mean, there's obviously magic involved because I, you know, I think um, uh, every time that there's sexual, you know, anything, it, you gotta you gotta sit and concentrate and use, you know, your inner magic in order to. Um, to perform so and, and make each other happy. there's less ceremonial thing involved. You know, you guys aren't, like, drawing, you know, serpents on each other or anything like that, you know? There's no, <laughs> no. No. Okay, all right. Well, you never know. I mean... No, know, right, absolutely. Don't ask I me that you. question because uh, you might get a different answer. But, um, <laughs> but no, I'm not. <laughs> uh, so, but, uh, so do you find that your partner is very excited about um, some of the visualization and, and um, energy work that you're doing while you're you're interacting and stuff like that? Um, well, I've never had a dissatisfied customer. Um, oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Michael, uh, have you, Daniel Michael, have you um, worked with any sort of um, visualization and impact you, like, energy work? Are you, you addressing me? Yes. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely, all the time. I've had visualizations do amazing things and take away some amazing pains even before in the past or help mm-hmm. as part of a whole process. And then there's other times where it hasn't worked so oh, well. Well, I'm not talking about just any any type of energy work. I'm talking about like if, oh, um, you know, have you worked with any sort of sex magic and then it doesn't... I have... Did you find it- Yes, and I have in the really basic form that I'm not sure if I've ever admitted on the air, <laughs> but what I mean was I have in the form of the sort of the Osman Spar uh, sigil uh, masturbation, okay. uh, meaning a very simple, okay. you, you design the symbol and then you come mm-hmm. up with your own sigil and then you forget about it for a while. You forget about the symbol and that's what helps. The part that helps is the blanking of the mind during mm-hmm. right after the orgasm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when you stare at the symbol. And if you've forgotten about it, well, then the conscious mind has forgotten about it. It's already put its bid in when you were making it. But then it'll forget. And then your subconscious or your higher self or the, the, the higher forces in the universe, however you want to mm-hmm. say it, see it better during that right after that blank time, right after the, the orgasm, right when the mind is a little funny, if, if you will. The orgasm is incredible. Like, it's, well, <laughs> no, that's the silly thing. It's the energy release. You know, you're releasing uh-huh. the energy. Well, and so as far as the magical... It's a little redundant of, to say the orgasm is incredible because, yes, orgasms are incredible. But my point is that there's so much power in an orgasm that to funnel it towards something is, is just key to really do that. And it's like, you right. can set up the perimeters, but then you have to keep your mind blank while it's happening. So you have to, like, steer the ship towards the rocks and then just let it go, you know? Yeah, and then oh. just kind of let it let it just blam, just let the mind be blank after it's done, <laughs> you know, and then stare at that symbol. Megan, do you have a big... Take it in. You know, that, don't even bother with it. Pardon? Do you, when you're at the precipice of a big... Orgasm? Do you just do you have a very localized focus towards something, or? Um, I mean, honestly, I, me myself, I sit and think about um, the person that I'm with, and uh, I'm not too sure about symbols or anything like that, which is great. I mean, you could definitely sit and um, visualize the symbols. Um, I'm not too sure that my mind goes blank because. Honestly, after after a big orgasm, my mind is racing, and um, 
I think for a woman, though, it's different for a man because yeah. I'm thinking about, all right, cool, when can we do this again? <laughs> you know, oh, as right. for, okay. whereas the man is, you know... So there's some powerful... Obviously, his mind is blank. <laughs> well, I, I wanted to clarify that I wasn't talking about visualizing a symbol. I was talking about you create one with a, with a technique mm-hmm. I won't go into now, and then you put it in a bag or whatever, put it somewhere and forget about it, and then you stare at it after the orgasm. That's it. You're not, you're not being mental or sophisticated or intellectual after the orgasm. I mean, you're just staring at it blankly. And, you know, mm-hmm. men can be a pretty, pretty blank stare after an orgasm. <laughs> and, um, uh, you know, and, probably and why it's so Megan, Megan, are you moment. saying that you're, you're, with your order and, and with some of your own personal practices, you're a little bit more empathic where you're getting involved in that person's intrinsic energy? Where I'm getting involved in what? In their, in their, in, in their personal energy, in their real like, like you said, you were like really thinking that, of that person. So you're integrating your two energy fields together, sort of thing. I was gonna, yeah, I, I, I was gonna say, I think, I think it's not about my personal energy. I think at that point, um, my energy and his energy have come together as one, and and that's what makes it so great. Oh, beautiful. Okay, so it's just. Full fusion of, of everything, and I yeah, think on absolutely. some level that what the that's what the great right is on its on its own level too. You know, when you say Daniel Michael, Daniel Michael, yeah, hello, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I lost you for a second, but I'm here. Go ahead. Oh, okay. When did you say that's what the we've been having some signal problems tonight, folks? So we just just hang in there. But we're we're here. Go ahead, Darren. Uh, yeah. Yeah, wouldn't you say that's what the great right is on some levels too? It's this total enshrining of, of energies on, on a lot of levels? Absolutely. The form I mentioned is, was more of a singular sort of, you know, talking to the higher self, talking to the subconscious kind of stuff with one person. But then you get into the aspect she talked about was that great union of energy, that great powerful thing that can lead to the great, you know, sort of cone of power, the the beauty of uniting the original primordial goddess with the god that she, you know, sort of created and sent down to earth, you know, as they say in the Vangela de Estrega and all that sort of stuff. So it's, it's that great reunion, that great union. And it's also representative of the union of our own creations, of course, both spiritually and, and physically. <clears throat> Yeah, it, it's a, it's a, it's you know a representation of a representation of a representation. So it's it's, mm-hmm. it's layers and layers and layers. It's like turtles all the way down. It's like wild. Um, <laughs> let's maybe take. Uh, well, I mean, it is. It is. It's just like you know, it's our energy bonding is the symbol of our bodies bonding, and our bodies bonding is the symbol of our emotion. You know, and it's like layers and layers and layers. Of oh, that. I'm with you. And not only that, the, the mytholo- the mythological layers are just like endless, just like that too. It's like those little Russian. Uh, dolls that have the big and little ones, and you know, <laughs> what it they is. eventually you get to that that that. And I think that's what doing a lot of visualization or or a lot of um, magical work while you're involved sexually is is uh, is I think that's what you're doing. You're going through all the little Russian dolls to the center, and it's it's pretty cool. So, and you're tapping yeah, into that energy other... that you don't just always tap into, like say if you just by yourself, for example, like the, like the example I used. Because now there's this other person as, as well, Megan? Pardon? Do you find that as well, that you're tapping into something really powerful that you normally don't have access to? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I liked your um, your reference, you know, um, saying, uh, referring to it as, you know, the little Russian dolls because it, it is a lot of layers and, and it's hard to get down to that, you know, little one that doesn't open up and have any more dolls. Yeah. <laughs> right, to that core one, to that real intrinsic this epicenter of like, you know, and then if you're thinking, if you're connecting with the planet by reaching that core, you know, um, during sex, then it's like just that the epicenter of the, like, the energy that holds the planet together, that's just really powerful. So, uh-huh. No, absolutely. Then, it's very, very powerful. Um, so do what, we want to take 630 because they were on before? Yeah, they've been on a good while. And then we'll get to another call or two after that. I think it's one of our... Mm-hmm. Well, Maggie, you want to hang out with us and we'll take a caller? And... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Okay, cool. 
Um, yes, hi. Six three zero. Welcome. Hello. Hi. Yes, this is Lisa. Welcome, Lisa. Hello, hi. Paul. Yeah. Hi. I had a question for Darren. Hello. Hi. Hi. So hi. Do you have a question? Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Yes. Yes. Question. Oh. So my question is, um, I've been looking for a job for a while. Um, okay. You know how much longer it might be before I find something that's a really good fit? Because I've had a lot of interviews, but so far it just hasn't been the right thing. It's not like I'm disappointed that I didn't get such and such job because so far it just doesn't seem like it's been the right fit, you know. So I'm wondering what you see. Okay. So, what, at the end of the day, what do you? What exactly do you want at the end of the day? Um, you mean what field or whatever? Yeah. Well, well, what sort yeah, of job what, would you what, like? What do you? Where would you like to be? Well, you know, at a place that you know they really appreciate me. I appreciate them. A nice atmosphere. Um, doing like mid-level work, not totally high pressure, but mid-level administrative work, coordination. Nonprofit. That's what I'm looking for. Okay. Okay. Megan, as a high priestess, how do you feel about? It, to me, it sounds a little open-ended. Like you, you know, it's just difficult when someone says, "Hey, I really want work. I, I can do anything." You know, they're like, "Ooh, I don't right." Know. I think um, no, this isn't open. This isn't that open-ended. I mean, I'm telling you exactly the field I'm in, what I've been doing. I want to be at a medium level. This is what I've done for years. But, I mean, you haven't said that the the field that you're in, you said that you want a medium level job and, you know, you're going to do what you want. Sorry about that. I should have added that in. It's the field I've been in and I'm interviewing in. Can you tell me the field? Uh, Like nonprofit, middle level, like coordination type of position. Mm. You want to do recruiting, uh, uh, fundraising? Sales. No, like working, well, working with programs. Working with programs, working with volunteers, managing, so administrating, event, event coordinator, uh, project you know, coordinator, middle, manage, middle uh, management, middle management sort of thing. Maybe a little lower than that, you know, just kind of assisting okay. also with the program. So kind of a combination. So I'm looking combination at positions of, that of involve coordinating and, and clerical organizations. Yeah. So, okay. Kind of, yes. Yeah. I actually had a roommate that did something like that. <laughs> Red or green? What? Red okay. or green? What? Go ahead. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. The connection. Oh, red, red or green? Pick a color. Yes. yes. Green. Green. Okay. All right. So we'd like to see. Um, your question is when your work happen, or what? What can you expect in, in the next? Three months from your search? Is that what the question is? My question you're asking is more like, so how long do you think it might be more before I right, right. You know, what, find what a, a good place and a good fit? Sure. Yeah. Sure. One month. I'm getting a little frustrated. <laughs> Not with you, but with the looking. Right. All right, you're going to get some nibbles. You're going to get, hello, can you hear me? Yeah, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're going to get some nibbles in the next, you know, two weeks here. Uh, it's going to feel good, but you're not going to feel really, really solid, and you're not going to be sold on the three the three that you're looking at. Um, so you're going to be trying to decide. Hold on. Hello. Hello. Like you said, you don't want to take just anything. So you don't want to be a total functionary person, like just doing clerical stuff. Um, I'm my advice would be to take something for the next two months while you're looking for exactly what you want, which is not, which is being slightly disingenuous with the people that you're or hiring you because they want more of a commitment than that. However, you need to make money, but you also need the perfect job because that is what you want. It's just otherwise, it's getting the temperance card and getting the fourth sword, which means that the market's going to tell you that there is options for you out there. However, the perfect thing that you're looking for is going to take a little patience. Take a little time, so, a little 
belief, a little faith, a little uh, trust in higher energy, and yeah. it will come to you. Time? Very. I'm going to say two you and a half to three months. Okay. Hello, yeah. No, I'm. I'm okay with. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm okay with that time frame. If you want to just, I my, but my feeling from my spirit guide is that you should take something in the interim because, uh, the, I think financially it would be better for you to do so. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No part time work. I'm doing that a little bit, so I'm okay with. That. Oh good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, as long as you yeah. do that, you're fine. The temperance card and back me up on this. Uh. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, so you're saying uh, more like two and a half, three months, you think something good might come up? Yeah, it's a good fit? Well, but back me up here, Daniel Michael, temperance card. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the temperance card is um, a card of, I always see it as a card of patience, balance, and just looking at it, or at least in the Rider Waite version of the, of the one that I have, it's... And we are on a topic too, so we're going to try to stick to the topic. But I appreciate yeah. you calling in. Yeah, no, but but I, but I'm with you. I mean, I get a similar vibration, and she seems to be on the same page. So I think mm-hmm. that the reading is good because she even said, "Well, yeah, I have the part-time job, and I'm doing that." Yeah. And so I, I think it's it's going to work out. It's just your patience is going to work out. Of course, mm-hmm. and of course, the Four of Swords, which was weird because when I was learning tarot, the Four of Swords was one of those cards I didn't like. And not didn't like, but didn't quite get, you know. And, mm-hmm. and 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 then I realized, oh, it's the, sort of the take a break card. So anyway, you know, it has well, this I, you know, yeah. so it's a about it. It has and, some and, uh, timing about it. Who else is waiting? Because that maybe it'll be more of a topic-driven question. Right. But I think, okay. yeah, I definitely think that um, that um, a few months sounds right while still doing a So do you think I'll find, like, because what I want is a good fit. I just can't take any job and then start looking again and but I think, have it work I, out. I think for your confidence you need to take something. Because there's something about knowing that money is coming in that helps with the confidence. I have that already. I already have okay. that. So All right, Daniel, Michael. I think. Thank you for calling in. Have a nice right. night. Okay. Thanks. No. So I, yeah, I think I think you're on the right track. Okay. Right. Thank you. Thanks. Okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah, when I keep to the topic, I'm thinking of it. You know. I think that if we, you know, I mean, we want to see what, what else we got on the callers and stuff like that. But I usually ask the callers, too, like, are you calling, you know, or or do you have any experience with the topic as well? And here's somebody that might. Yeah, let's see. 618, you're on the air. Hello. It's Kevin. Well, Kevin. How are you all? Amazing. How are you, Kev? Doing well. Good to hear your voice, Kev. Yep. <clears throat> so, interesting topic indeed tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the idea of Tantra, too, um, and the positions of the Kama Sutra is actually tying into those energy centers as well. Um, Megan, have you ever worked with the Kama Sutra? Um, I've read it. Uh, I've read have, it, never uh, worked with it. Um, we have definitely read the book and and mm-hmm. gone and tried, and I I think you're right. I think the different positions are um, there's there's energy um, spots in, within the positions, and um, I definitely think that it's it's worth a try. Oh, okay. So you you think that it it's it's accessible for everyone? Let's, let's all chime um, in on that. For me, I I I think that. So, some of it is pretty accessible for anybody, but on um, on some of the more advanced stuff, is a little might be scary for just you know anybody to give it a shot. Oh yeah, absolutely, it's scary for people who you know um, 
<clears throat> I haven't haven't really practiced or or um are a little bit more reserved. Uh, um mm-hmm. I mean it, it it takes a very, very big trust with your partner and um I mean you've gotta get to a comfortability level and and um you know, everything like that. I, everything's gotta be right in order to, to explore and um you know, get get to really actually know each other before you start doing these things. Oh, okay. Do you think it would be a disastrous system? Okay, so let's say you just meet somebody and you say, hey, guess what? Look what I got. Right next to uh, <laughs> Eat, Pray, Love is the Kama Sutra. Guess what? <laughs> let's try this out. You think that might be a bad idea then? Yeah, I mean, I mean, some of the more easier ones. I mean, definitely, mm. it, it it makes for a fun night, you know. But what if you, um, you, you read Eat, Pray, Love first, and then go to the Kama Sutra? Oh, right, you, exactly. I'm just kidding. Mm. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Kevin, what 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 do you think? What? Let me let me ask you a question. What do you think about location? Where you've had sex, like you know, point. like I like that question. Like you know, on the steps of the Washington Monument or the Lincoln Memorial, right? Washing or, machine, the bus stop, all that stuff. Yeah, uh, public I bathroom. The Washington I Monument is an option, so that might be. You might get arrested. <laughs> well, it's uh, I don't know. What do you What do you think, Megan? Um, I, you know what, is I think that location is is very adventurous, and you and you kind of feel naughty. So it's it's um, it's exciting to go to different places and try new things because I mean, who doesn't like doing something different and out of their mm-hmm. comfort zone? You know, um, I do. I think it's a great idea to to go to different locations. It, it reminds yeah. me of something that, with mm-hmm. no names mentioned, of course, and um, and not going all the way, just like sometimes even just like making out in public. And I remember one time finding, it wasn't a very big bookstore, but we just found this hallway and we just started making out. But then, you know, we just got like a little more excited than maybe we should have been in that scenario, like in the middle of the day, I guess, or whatever society norms are. And we just were, it was like, if we weren't right there and knew that people were walking around, like, it would have progressed, you know? And it's such an amazing feeling because these extra things start triggering, and this extra energy just started triggering. And right mm-hmm. in the middle of this, what looks like a just a little hallway in a library of books, which is basically what it was, a little library in Havre Race, Maryland, or a little bookstore in have a Grace Maryland. And uh, and I remember thinking how just beautiful that moment felt, you know, even though we had to stop, even though it was interrupted. But it just just that mm-hmm. there was something in that it was just the right moment and just the right, you know, energy sparks were hitting and, and and she even started to like get down on the floor and I was following her and then all of a sudden we're like, Wait, we're in a bookstore <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as long as you are in the periodical section, then you're okay. But the children probably not. A, nobody, <laughs> nobody, they won't be visiting it for a while. <laughs> you're not allowed to do it at Paula Dean's restaurant, The Lady and Sons in Savannah. I know that that for a fact. Um, I know that that it is exciting um, to have. Uh, on a, a scale model of the city of Cleveland, although you might wreck some of the buildings, which that's, that's you know, <laughs> for poor construction. <laughs> right, right. Um, but yes, I agree. Definitely, location is adds a uh, dynamic that certainly heightens uh, receptivity, uh, energy, uh, you know, uh, manipulation, and certainly arousal on on many different levels. So. And one time, um, do you want to go, go ahead? ahead? No, no, go ahead. Oh, I was going to see what we have. Um, nine minutes left, so yeah. if we want to check out these two people that are calling. Yeah, in. yeah. Okay. Oh wait, is one Kevin? Yeah. So we got it. Hold on, nine one four. I'm one good. No, oh, okay. We see you there, nine one four. Welcome. 
Hello, thank you for calling in Spiritual Insight. Hello. Oh, I see the the button's not next to it, so they might not have wanted to call in oh, to ask. Maybe just to li- some people listen from their phone. It might be that. Oh. So if you're okay. just listening Sorry, on, on this show, would you be considered a voyeur? Or... Oh, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what? The location thing, Kevin, it was such a good point because mm-hmm. another time I remember was at um, uh, a bonfire. So, yeah, location is just such a – it's such an amazing thing. Uh, mm-hmm. so good point. Oh, and then the, the really powerful energy of a fire as well. And, yeah. yes, how many sexy stories do we know of that happen right by a fireplace? Mm-hmm. You know, so I definitely, I definitely yeah. agree with location, but at the same time too, it's it's very intimate to be in your own bed and you know mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, have the privacy of your home own home to sit and explore each other as well. Yeah, that that's that's certainly true. You know, it, nothing beats knowing that you're in your own space is certainly an aphrodisiac as well. Because you know what the, the location thing could be a fire sign thing. <laughs> Kevin's an oh, Aries. Yeah. Kevin, Kevin's an Aries. There you go. I am an Aries as well. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so maybe I I think it's just, you know, it, it it all depends. Sometimes if, you know, you, you're used to the home thing, then want to try something crazy. Um, variables are, are can be uh, exciting and variables can be upsetting. You know, <laughs> they could ruin the moment, certainly. Um, so that, that all depends. Um, let me ask some questions. We're talking about location. Um, did anyone, the idea of, of, of having intercourse in a hot tub, that always strikes me as either strange or not due to, you know, certain issues of breathing, all kinds of, you know. Control like, issues know. or something, I don't know. Yeah, it is just, it's weird. So what are your ideas, guys, on that one? I don't know. I, I think a hot tub is, uh, I don't know, I, I think it would actually be pretty great. Um, I mean, I've, I've been in a pool before and um, experienced mm-hmm. that, but I think the hot tub would, um, you know, you've got jets going, so there's there's different ways to play and, and heat yourself up, self up, and I think so it would be pretty for, great. Your vote is, is yes, not a bad idea. Okay. Daniel <laughs> Michael, what do you what do you? Yeah, hold on, hold on. This is Daniel Michael. I thought you said the office. <laughs> I thought you said sex in the office. <laughs> no. And you said sex in a hot tub. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. That was a dramatically it's a different in an answer. And then, then, then you have both at the same time. That's if they have an office, a hot tub in an office. But that, you know, then, then my answer creepy would be the same then for the office. <laughs> okay. That would be for the office? Definitely. Okay, good. Coffee machines available. And <laughs> <laughs> probably cameras in the building. Right. <laughs> he's got a hot tub in his office. He's probably got his personal cameras in the building. <laughs> Kevin, what, what do you think? I've done the hot tub thing. I don't really like it. See, that's what I that's what I'm looking for. Like, what is it? Was it not? Just... Well, <clears throat> you are, you know, um, you got respiration that's increasing as a part of that, and then you're trying to cope uh-huh. with right from the environment just adds to the complexity I would say so the, just because the heat, the you know heat, all your senses are active your even though your mind is focused your body and all the senses that are associated with the body you know from head to toe I think get, could get overwhelmed by the heat of the hot tub right if, we, if we've ever found ourselves short of breath you know the last thing we want is, is the heat exhaustion and then half out in the water. Of course, there'd be somebody there to help you, but... It's, it's now, if you need the in. privacy and that's the only place, then sure, you know, that's the only right. plan B. That would make a good plan B, but as the go-to, right. I Kevin, think Kevin's on a balcony... All the, all the mythos about the hot tub are not 
you know, and I balcony over hot tub. Right, it might not be the best of you. So let's um, where just to kind of summate um a little bit. <sighs> Location's a great idea. Um, energy uh, manipulation or visualization is always a good idea. Um, because there's something that any any of us have found to be maybe not such a good idea to bring into sexual exploits that that may have seemed like a good plan, but just maybe not? Um, I mean, probably bringing your stress of the day into the bedroom or, um, you know, worries or insecurities is, is, you know, it it destroys the fun for both of you because you're not fully able to open up and, and be yourself. Yeah, like mentioning like daily things that we need to be bought at the store or right, exactly. body image, right? There's body image stuff. Like if you're in a uh-huh. in a group that does um sky clad, um, you know, that's to help you get over body image. And I know in Western cultures it's very difficult to get over body image. Uh, I don't poo poo on sky clad practice. I'm not part of a coven. I don't I don't do that, even though I am a pagan, but uh but I can definitely see how the skyclad thing could, you know, if you were around a camaraderie of good people, could help you, like, be comfortable w- with your own self-image. So so I, I totally understand the reason for it. Uh, but bringing that in, but bringing the insecurities, if you haven't gotten over them, as she had said, yeah, could definitely be something that could hinder the working, the magical working. Well, the last thing you want to talk about when you're about to have sex is, is the fact that maybe I feel, I wish I could lose some weight or something. That's maybe yeah, not. Am I a little too fat? Uh, what, what, what we want to talk about. Even thinking for... in your own head, you know, the insecurities thinking in your own head. Well, you know, what if he sees this, this, uh, you know, we'll just say a mole mm-hmm. on on my on my back or or something. Light along, imperfection, you know, just, right? Or you know, right, even have... just thinking to yourself, it, it's hard to uh, get in the actual mood and, and um, you know, you can't you can't fully give yourself to that person if you're sitting there thinking and... and, um, and can I say something? You know, I think that... Sure. That's why I think that sex is more like a trance mood. Like, it's not like a an intellectual mood. You just feel it. You don't sit there thinking about it all day, right? You just, it's drums, it's let's go, you know, it's its feeling. It's just, okay, let's go. It's not its not intellect and scholarly and, you know, uh, no, those things have their own beauty. But this is the time for that. This is the time for scholarly beauty and for you to share your, you know, your great readings of the classics or something. <laughs> this is a trance. It's a trance. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that that now. There's there's plenty of intellectuals and sex magicians that say that. Oh no, yes, you must. Be, you know, there's theorems and all that. Once you're there in the grind and the rhythm, it's a rhythm, isn't it? Am I wrong? <laughs> I think rhythm is definitely uh, the answer. If you got none, then then it's no fun. But I want right. to make. I think I want to thank everybody because we're running out of time right now. Um, oh, okay. If you guys want to stay, we are running out of time. Um, thank everybody for calling, um, and thank you for your questions. Uh, we'll be back next week with something amazingly vibrant to discuss and talk about. And thank you so much, uh, Megan McCarthy, for being here. Um, thank you, Megan. Give my lo- love thank you. to the other uh, sexy serpents uh, in your group, and um, uh, we will talk to you next week on Spiritual Insights. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, okay. Kevin. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Kevin, everybody that called, thank you all. You've been listening to Main Street Universe, specifically Spiritual Insight, our Sunday evening show on the Main Street Universe Radio Network with your host, Darren Bouquer, who's a reader at Marie Laveau's House of Voodoo in the Magical City of New Orleans. And Kevin Baird called, who's actually the founder, co-creator of the Main Street Universe Radio Network and one of my best friends. And so I'm so glad that Kevin called. And, of course, our guest, Megan McCarthy, High Priestess, thank you so much for calling us. And remember that the mysteries and possibilities of the universe are closer to Main Street than you may have ever 
imagined. Forbidden archaeology, forgotten history, divination, magic, cryptozoology, UFOs, nature, science, and spirit. All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network. <laughs> 